You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, let's get to Pete Alonso. I have made very clear I want this man back. I wanted the Mets to be more aggressive in pursuing a contracts extension this offseason. Did Pete Alonso give us some answers regarding that? Let's take a listen. So here's the way it works. We'll play it. You'll hear the question. You'll hear Pete's answer. And we will quickly stop and give you our reaction of what Pete Alonso had to say. So Pete Hoffman, hit it, baby. Um, Pete, you know, obviously there's there's been a lot of talk about your contract situation heading into this year. How would you characterize where things stand right now with, with you and the organization and all yeah. that? Um, so right now I, I just feel, I feel really blessed that I get to, um, I get to be a part of this 2024 squad. Um, I think we have a, a really good team. I'm super excited to, to get this, uh, spring training underway. Um, I mean, we have a great group and I, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to be here and, and playing in, in a iconic city like New York. I mean, it's, it's really a blessing. I mean, it's a, it's a great place to play and, and the fans are, fans are awesome. Like I, I mean, it's, I, uh, I love it. So it's, it's, um, I, again, I'm just really, I'm really blessed to be here. Major props to Pete. Talk about not answering the question. <laughs> I mean, it was, he basically said, I am just so excited about this team, about this year, about this city and did a marvelous job of at least for one question. Cause he wasn't able to do this the entire time of completely avoiding answering the question about his contract. So Bravo, Pete. Good job. But what Pete also knew was the New York media was not going to give up with one dodge. He was going to be faced with more contract questions and would eventually have to give some answers. So let's hear it. I know David said the other day that the most likely scenario is you guys play out this season and then see what's what. Would you like to try and get something done prior to this season ending or are you comfortable doing that? Well, this um, I mean, this for me right now, I've just been just been sitting back and listening and the, the only contract matters that we talked about were um, my one-year contract this year. And uh, again, my job, I'm, I'm very happy that I'm, I'm back with this group and, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to get this year going and um, it's an exciting time in spring. Now, right there, Pete gave you some news. If you want to believe Pete Alonzo and I choose to believe Pete Alonzo, I don't think he's lying, which is, the Mets have only talked to him about the one-year deal that he's already agreed to. That's based on Pete's answer, that the Mets have not even broached the idea of a long-term contract, which, I, you know, I like Pete, and again, I want to believe him, but that would be ridiculous if the Mets didn't even test the waters on a long-term contract. Like, it's one thing to say, oh, but you know Scott Boris, Evan. There's no way he would ever agree to this or that or this. I'm not saying that, but you would at least try. 
You would at least say, all right, Scott, you know, we're thinking. And then you lay out your framework. He says you're a million miles away. And then, okay, fine. It's dead upon arrival. And he gets to free agency. But according right there to Pete Alonso, the only discussion they've had was about the one-year deal that he has already signed. I find it hard to believe. Either Pete is not being truthful or the Mets are incompetent. Like, that would be the two choices. And by incompetent, hear me out on this. It doesn't mean the Mets would have to give in to whatever Peter Scott wanted. But the idea that they would never broach a long-term contract, not even bring it up, just to get an idea of what it would look like, is crazy. So, I don't know. You put me in a tough spot, Pete. Do I think you're full of crap? Or do I think the Mets are incompetent? Because those seem to be the two choices. Well, can I throw a third one out there, which is going to be left field, which I like to be left field a lot. That's my position. Um, sure. Is it possible that Boris is keeping everything like tight to the vest? Like there's Pete and Boris have had conversations and it is basically, let me handle it. I will come to you when I, when you need to know. Uh, so you're saying Pete's being honest. Like, he's actually not lying. He just has no idea what the hell's going on. And and that, you know, that would fit I, his I MO. That would fit his MO, no? Yeah, I, I wouldn't rule that out because I don't think it's crazy as a player to say to your agent, look, just let me know when it gets close. I don't need to know the details. I don't want to know the details. I don't want to know what they're saying. I don't want to know about intricate contract negotiations. So you know what? In fairness, Pete, I think that is a good third option where – Pete's not lying. He just generally doesn't know and says to Scott, handle it. And if you think we're close to anything, then you come back to me and let me know. The other option, I guess we will create a fourth option, is Pete, Scott, and the Mets all basically said together, we're not telling the media anything. So we're just going to lie. You know, we're just not going to. We don't want to even let them know we're engaging. I mean, we saw it a few years ago with the Yankees and Aaron Judge that Sometimes being honest isn't always the best thing because Brian Cashman was so brutally honest about what they offered Aaron Judge, and we know how that turned out. So I guess those are the four possible options. Anyhow, let's hear more from Pete Alonzo. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. How you doing, Pete? Um, good. Uh, I, I know there's no manual on playing out the final year of your contract, particularly in a big market, but whether it was Brandon from the very recent past or anybody else within the game, has anyone sort of reached out or have you reached out to anyone to help kind of guide you through whatever pitfalls might present themselves? 
Um, I think uh, a lot of a lot of my teammates in the past from. Um, I mean, from Todd Frazier, Robbie Cano, and obviously having Max Verlander and a uh, ton of the veteran guys uh, as I've progressed throughout my career. It's like, uh, I guess the whole, we've never really talked about like free agency or anything like that. The only thing we've talked about is uh, the only thing, nothing changes. You, you come in and do your job. Uh, for me, my job is to give the best four or five at bats I possibly can every night play the best first base that I can be, be a good teammate, run the base as well. Like that's my job. And that doesn't really change no matter where I'm at in my career. My job is the, is the same. And, and that's to do my part best of my ability and, and help the team win. That's, that's really it. It's a, it's a good simplistic answer by Pete, but it's true. I mean, really, what can you do differently? You can't do anything differently. If you try to do things differently, you're going to fail. You can't press, you can't put too much pressure on yourself and maybe that goes back to what you were saying, Pete, that maybe Alonzo tells Scott Boris, I don't want to know anything. And yeah, that that could be it. Now, good to hear Howie Rose. Good to hear Howie already down there. I guess he lives in Florida now. So for him, it's hop, skip, and a jump. Let me show up and ask Pete a question. But, yeah, it doesn't sound like Pete's asking for advice from other, other veteran players on how to handle free agency. Uh, Brandon Nimmo would be, I mean, he's got two teammates, Brandon Nimmo and Francisco Lindor. Lindor is the one who signed his extension right before opening day with a year before free agency. Obviously a little different because Lindor had never played a game for the Mets, but certainly signed before entering his walk season. And Nimmo played it through and had a very good walk season, as we saw. Got to free agency. It was scary at times. And eventually the Mets got it done. So he's got two guys in his own room that have two possible outcomes of this whole thing. I'm happy, one, that Anthony Rizzo is not a Met because he would tell Pete Alonzo, get as much as you possibly can. The other, the on, on the other hand, though, I am a little, it's a little different from Nimmo and Lindor because they dealt with Epler, and I can't remember who was it at the time. Was it Porter or was it, um, who was the other guy? Who, who was running the, the Mets when Lind Scott, Zach Scott, Zach Scott. I think it was Jared Porter. You know what? Honestly, I get those two confused <laughs> in terms of when they were running the franchise. Not not their transgressions, obviously, but what, who was running the franchise at one point. But yeah, we're talking about completely different guys. I mean, it shows you how the Mets have had no consistency over the last few years. That We're talking about all these different GMs that have dealt with these extensions. Just to be clear, you said... You didn't talk about anything other than your one-year deal. To your knowledge, were there any talks between your agents and the Mets? Uh, I mean, how serious did anything get, if at all? Um, I, I, again, it was only the we we sat and listened, and the only thing that um, that we talked about was uh, was the one-year deal. Then, as someone who you know, you said many times how much you love this team, how much you love this city. Mm -hmm. Does the idea of free agency is that something? that you fear that you look forward to that you're curious about how do you sort of look at it a year away um i i don't really know because i'm not i'm not there um I'm, I'm not there yet right now i'm um right now i'm just focused on this year i'm just focused on preparing for a season i'm preparing to uh to play 162 games regular season games and uh earn the right to be in the postseason and uh for me i just want to be the best I can be every day. I can't really think about being a free agent because I'm not, I'm not, I'm just simply not there yet. I'm just totally focused on being the best I can be for, uh, for the guys in the clubhouse, uh, the coaching staff and the organization.
It seems like he was coached to say we listened because I think that's the second or third time he's already said that in the press conference. We sat back and listened. We, you know, we, we, we chilled. We listened. Meanwhile, what were you listening to? Because this is, again, Pete saying they never talked about a long-term contract. Not of his knowledge, but basically we never talked about a long-term contract, which bothers me if it turns out to be true. Bothers me on, you know, the med end that you wouldn't at least pursue the possibility of getting it done. Because I laid this out on the air last week on Evan and Tiki, and I, and I really believe this. There are two gambles you can make when it comes to Pete and free agency. Gamble number one is you work out a deal now, and you may have overpaid him. You may have overpaid him. And really, at the end of the day, okay, yeah, you may have overpaid him. Who knows? You never know what a guy's going to get in the open market and free agency. But that's the risk by being aggressive and getting a deal done right now which many deem is stupid. I've heard a lot of Met fans say, that's dumb. Why would you extend him now? That's the risk you're taking. The risk you're taking is that you overpay him. You give him more than maybe he would have gotten free agency. Now let's address the risk of if you let him get to free agency. The risk you have is that you lose him. The risk that you have is that one team, and that's all you need, one team makes a really big, dumb, quote-unquote, offer. You say it would be crazy to match it, I could already hear Met fans, you know, already spouting that out of their mouth. Ah, it's crazy. How could you, how could you pay him that? And now you've lost him. So when you weigh the risks of signing him now, or at least being aggressive and trying to sign him now, I, I understand with Scott Boris, there's no guarantee. Scott Boris could be privately saying, I ain't signing anything. You'd be better off from 450 million bucks and I ain't signing. But assuming that there was a fair negotiation, your risk of doing it now is more money. Your risk of doing it in the offseason is losing him. That's the risk that you have. And so I wouldn't, I still don't understand if what Pete is saying is accurate, how the Mets wouldn't even be talking to him about a contract and instead just trying to figure out the one year.